up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Super Gamer Boys. I am your host and captain and dad, Garrett Morling, and here in the virtual studio with me is the nerd dad himself, Zetch Keenan. Hello, all my, uh, you know, Garrett and JJ. If you guys were <laughs> RTX versions, I'd call you GTX and JTX. Cool. <laughs> cool. <laughs> I thought that right off say, the top of my head. I, I, I didn't think that. I thought you were yeah, going to say, scripted. welcome to all my uh, like adoring fans or something, and you stopped. Welcome to all my JJ a, and Garrett. <laughs> that was me chasing a, a, thought, a thought rabbit. That was, <laughs> was going one way and with the other. <laughs> fantastic. Um, and also joining us today, as uh, uh, Zetch uh, mentioned us a second ago, is the one, the only, JJ Purdom. What's up, gentlemen? I'm coming to you from the cave today. I have created a cave that I'm doing the podcast from, and I believe I might be frozen right now. I'm not really sure if what you're seeing on the screen is me with a <laughs> cheesy grin, and that's awesome because I know now that I'm going to be frozen like this through the entire show. So what I've chosen to do is I've just now taken all my clothes off, and I'm flipping off both of you guys, and oh, I'm going to okay. see if I can hold that the whole J- time. J- uh, JJ, it's okay, not frozen it's anymore. Uh Okay. No, I, I, I was lying. I was, I was lying. I didn't take all my clothes off, but I, I do want to. No, no JJ, no, we can, we can, we can see you. You did, in fact, take your clothes off. And uh, no, that's okay. okay. Uh, I noticed that just smiling a lot right now. Everyone's <laughs> just hitting all your features, hey. man. Yes, in a not very good way. I appreciate that back oh. the compliment. Uh, thank you so much. Love seeing those features. Oh man. <laughs> So, guys, Is that a reference to my nipples or something. Oh boy, crystal, crystal. Okay. <laughs> um, boy. Speaking of nipples, uh, if you guys haven't, you need to go check out our uh, our bonus episode from last week, the Bioshock Super Gamer Book Club. JJ talks like for a good 20, 30 minutes about the pancake nipples. And it wasn't that long, but it felt like that long. <laughs> it, yeah, I, yes, it did feel like that long. Well, once you get going talking about pancake nipples, it's hard to stop. It's pretty it's kind of like a lazy potato chip. You can't. <laughs> Yo, you're not me. Uh, let me tell you, it's extremely hard to stop. Oh man, I have an addictive personality, my friend. That's <laughs> addicted yeah. to talking about pancake nipples. I'm addicted to talking about anything about pancakes, anything nipples, anything pancakes, anything nipple related. Mm. Yeah, yeah I love pancakes. Oh, oh that was your... ruined for me after the Bioshock episode. <laughs> it was really fun though. I had a lot of fun talking about Bioshock, man. Like I was probably I've been podcasting for a few years, you know, not exclusively here, but that was one of my favorite episodes I think we've ever recorded. We were able to get really deep and and fun as uh Dan pointed out. On Discord, we got really deep. No pun intended. I know that was fantastic. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, he's smarter than us." <laughs> that was fantastic because I think I put that in the episode description. And then when he said it, I'm like, "Oh yeah, that's really funny." Like, but I totally like went over my head when I wrote it out. Oh, <laughs> he, went over he, your head uh, like the water rapture. There you go. There you go. Uh, that that yeah, I miss that one too. I'm an idiot, guys. If you notice too in that episode, no. a lot of times me and JD are just sitting there smiling and nodding our heads, and you and Adrian are just like talking real smart about <laughs> stuff. So if you want to hear awesome discussion about that, uh, <laughs> about Bioshock, go support us for just a buck a month over at patreon.com slash supergameboys, and you guys can uh, um, get that episode and then 
future episodes. Last Friday of every month, we're going to be releasing those. Um, but uh, we kind of got into Patreon a little early there. But how was your guys' uh, previous weeks? Uh, Setch, uh, what were you up to this last weekend? Uh, I've been getting back into my 3DS. Nice. I've been gaming on my 3DS again. I picked up, uh, ever since they announced that Nintendo's going to be ending their support for it, I was like, ah, I got to... I gotta get all the games I can I wanted to get before it's all gone. So I still need to get Ocarina of Time. Nice. And I want to get Fire Emblem Conquest. Those are like the last two that I want to get. And then, um, so if anybody has any other recommendations for me to get on there, send them my way, either on the Twitter or uh, or the Discord. But um, I picked up Samus Returns, Metroid Two, Samus Returns. Uh, okay, okay. Have you started it yet? Oh, I yeah. guess I'll talk about it later. But yeah. Yeah, I'll talk okay. about it more later. But it's a remake. I have I played through the original Samus Returns on the Game Boy. Okay. okay. So is it a remake of that game? Yeah. Okay. I knew it was it's, like a I knew it was kind of like a, a spiritual successor slash remake of one of the older games, so I wasn't sure which one. Yeah. Is I mean it's Samus Two or Metroid Two, Samus Returns. Mm. And this one is given the Final Fantasy Seven R treatment. It adds oh. on like a ton of other stuff. Tons of uh really cool graphical enhancements like it doesn't feel like you're just playing through like a flat anyway i love it i can't wait to play more of it nice and um yeah oh and gloomhaven we've been playing through uh you, I, you guys saw, heard that game? I saw on your instagram i've heard wow. of it never seen oh, it man. i saw you posting some stories about you guys playing it <clears throat> dude so me and my wife can't stop playing gloomhaven this board game is massive it's the most intimidating board game i've ever played and like it's like playing uh it's like playing fire emblem that's okay. what it is you each have a they have like a ton of different characters you select and they level up from the start of the game all the way through to the end there's like 95 different missions you can play and then after Whoa. you play all 95 you're you're done you can't play anymore <laughs> but it takes us like a good hour and a half to two and a half hours to get through a single mission wow so, so you guys you, you play together it's like a co-op game it's a co-op game. It's you two versus the board, and each scenario is a different setup. And you have like a party, and then that party has like a goal. And then when you that party achieves their goal, then you switch to, you switch to different characters. So you can like level up your characters. The maximum level for characters like nine. Okay. I've played through two missions so far, and I'm I'm almost there to level two. I picked a Cragheart. Okay. It's don't yes. know what that is. It's like exclusive. It's like a different race. Like it's like a just a race in the game. Like they each they have like different races, just like you would in like a Fire Emblem game, or right, not Fire right, Emblem right, right. specifically, but Fire Emblem. different uh, abilities they can do. Maybe more like a Shining Force, where you have hmm. different races and stuff. But dude, that's awesome. Yeah, JJ, what's what are you, man? I'm I'm done. I I'll stop talking now. Well, <clears throat> so uh, I had a really interesting week where I I played a game that my grandfather taught my dad, and then my dad taught me, and then I had the privilege of being able to play that game with my five-year-old daughter, Emma, this week, and we had a blast doing it, and it's now all she wants to play. It's called Pull My Finger, and so okay. the way that this game works is you come up and you say with your finger, pull my finger, and then when the person pulls your finger you fart raucously. And so I taught my five-year-old daughter this game. And I was like, you know, I mean, there was tears in my eyes when I taught her this game because I'm like, you know, this is, I passed this down through the generations and I want it to continue. I mean, it's a family game. I don't know if you guys ever played it or not. No, but it's, no, never, I feel like it's never even heard of it. Never even heard of it. It's, yeah, it's just, it's a special thing. And uh, I did get chastised for teaching her that game because she's running around <laughs> 
<laughs> very cutely telling everybody to pull her finger. And uh, yeah, I got to tell you, the first 10, 15 times, it's hilarious. Like really funny. Yeah. Like really funny. And I can't blame it on anybody else. Everybody knows that I taught it to her. So I, I mean, there's no like, oh, well, Lee, what did you teach your sister? You know, I, mean, I, can't, I can't even pull that off. Uh, without anybody just knowing that I'm full of crap. So, yeah, uh, <laughs> oh, excuse, excuse me. Wow, you did that while smiling. Yeah, that was I, impressive. Dang, and you left your yeah, eyes open the whole time, too. <laughs> oh, no, did I freeze again? Dude, you've been frozen the Man. whole time. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> we I'm told sorry, you, you're, fro- you're frozen. You're frozen with a, big, with a big smile. You, you look good. You yeah. know what? You go on one questionable website, and all of a sudden, your internet doesn't work quite as well. You know? Virus. You're, you're full of Trojans Amen. and whatnot. Well, they said that it was totally safe click here, and, you know, obviously not. So. My word. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Oh, good stuff. Duly good noted. stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Don't click the link that JJ sent us in Discord. Note to sell. <laughs> um oh man cool guys uh glad you had a uh, good weeks um i'm excited to get going in the show so yeah. today we're talking about xbox expanded storage cost konami classics on gog the amazon the amazon luna and the spider-man remaster debacle but first Let's give a quick shout out to our super gamer producer, Adrian Holmes. That's right. Our uh, Adrian homeboy Holmes over there. He uh, He's the one we mentioned. Joined us on that Bioshock episode. It was a pleasure having him. He was fantastic. Like we said, way smarter than us. Um, if you want to get more of him, uh, go uh, check out that episode over on our Patreon exclusive, um, patreon.com slash supergamerboys. Uh, also, shout out to our Patreon sponsors, Bill Burr, Julie Bass, Bass, Bates. That's my Bates. own grandmother. I mispronounced it. Bill Bird, Julie Bates, Dustin Long, Brent Fox, and Daniel James. Thank you guys so much for all the support, all the love, and uh, for just being awesome. And all you other ones that uh, we don't shout out here, check out on the show notes in the description. Um, and uh, your names are all uh, listed, at least at the $5 above level. The $1 uh, guys, sorry, you just have to know that uh, deep down inside, all three of us really do love you guys. That's um, true. <laughs> and you'll just, uh, and that JJ like really, really loves you guys. Like, That's oh no, I really, I really, really, look at this smile. These pearly yellows. Look at that So I really smile. love all of you. I especially, I especially love uh, Adrian because uh, he did say that I can come stay the night. You know, he, he, he laughed and thought I was joking, but I, I don't think he understands. Like I'm really, am going to come to his house and eat everything <laughs> in his fridge. So that's that's um, technically an oral agreement, Adrian. So when you say, "Of course you can come to my house and eat everything," like literally, I, I will take you to court if you try to like, you know, tell me to leave. So oh, shoot, um, yeah, recorded. Yeah. It's it is recorded. It is. Uh, I have all that evidence if you need it, JJ. Uh, um, and speaking that's a of super, legal document. Yeah, speaking of Super Gamer Book Club, like we said, this week was Bioshock, or this month, next month. Uh, are we announcing it here? I know we talked about yeah. it on on the other on the patreon exclusive episode yeah, but for next month so the last friday of every month we're going to be releasing these and next month is mass effect 2 so if you are a huge fan of bioshock not bioshock uh bio if you're what, a huge fan of mass effect 2 no 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 no. what's what i was gonna say the developer name like whatever oh, uh, bioware 
Bioware, Bioware games, Mass Effect 2. Um, you'll want to support us next month to get that episode. And at this point, we have a couple guests coming on. It's going to be Zetch, two surprise guests, maybe a third surprise guest. We'll see. Um, and that's something else we talked about more on the show. But uh, JJ and I won't be part of it every single time because uh, we don't have enough time in our lives to play video game, play through a whole video game every month. Uh, but you can look forward to seeing us in the future. But I'm excited for those surprise guests. We have some cool people coming on, and uh, it's going to be a lot of fun talking about Mass Effect or listening to you guys talk about Mass Effect. Um, cool. Let's uh, get into the mailbag. All right. Mailbag time, baby. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay, he added just, a bunch of words. I remixed it. Okay. Just, uh, re- re- just free-flowing there. Just letting it, <laughs> letting it all hang out. Uh, first question comes from Hophead Ed. That's right, the return of Hophead Ed. It's been a while. He disappeared from... He disappeared for like months off Discord, and one day he's like, I'm back. <laughs> like, Is he Hophead Ed because he likes hops? That is like exactly why. Stuff. Exactly. Beer. Yep, he's uh, he's a big uh, beer head, I guess you could call him. I don't, know. I don't know if that's what they call him. Maybe but... you could probably call him a hop head. Oh, yeah, makes more sense, huh? Uh, over on Discord, though, he writes in, you have to kill one, adopt one, and spare one. This was easy. R2-D2, C-3PO, and BB-8. Okay, which one do you kill, which one do you adopt, and which one do you spare? Uh, I keep R2-D2. I spare wait, wait, wait. BBA. So so adopt. You're adopting R2. Yeah, whatever. Adopt, keep. Sure. I adopt him. <laughs> okay, there. <laughs> but then I blow C3PO out of an airlock. Okay. Like he's gone. <laughs> <laughs> Get out. Okay. So you're sparing BB8, you just like you go do your thing. He's gonna real yeah. I mean what's he gonna do? He's a mindless so, little So you so you really you, you weren't a huge fan of BB eight? In the new right. movies, huh? He was in there for nostalgia. He's in there to get the little the, the youngsters. <laughs> okay. The kids. He's the okay. Jar Jar Binks of the new generation. Well, I wouldn't wow. go that far. I wouldn't wow. go that far. Uh what about you, JD? How would you what would you do? Kill, adopt, and spare. Okay, so give me give me the full which characters again and R two D two. I was I was checking Twitter, so I wasn't really paying attention yeah. when you talked. I know that's the danger of you, your camera's frozen. We can't actually can't see what you're doing, so you can yeah. be literally not even be there. You could go home right now. We wouldn't even know. Yeah, be thankful. <laughs> be thankful you can't see what's going on on this end right now. Okay, so R two D two, C three PO, and BB eight. Which one do you kill? Which one do you adopt as your own? And which one do you spare and just leave to live their life in the world? Okay, so this is a super nerdy version of Mary F. Kill. Exactly. Nice. Nice. Okay, <laughs> so I would kill R2-D2. Mm, what? Bold choice. Uh, bold choice. Okay. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, huh. I would marry BC-3PO. Mary wasn't in the, in the Adopt, list. You're adopting him? <laughs> you're, you're... Uh, <laughs> Adopt, spare, <laughs> I... kill. Okay. Adopt, spare, Thank kill. God. Okay, because you knew where I was going next. Oh so my word! That's, well, I'm just saying. It just it's it goes without saying. Uh, no, it doesn't. Yeah, I would. I would. Well, if you need me to say it, I will. No, no, no. So, no. Kill, adopt, spare. So, what are you doing? <laughs> so BD one, BD one would get adopted. BB and then C three PO, C three PO. I would. Uh, was it spare? Spare. Okay. Spare. So, okay. Okay. Thank God, because I'd only spare him. 
but I'd smear the heck out of him. You know what I mean? I'd smear him so well. Oh, my <laughs> you know, God. No? No? <laughs> See, are, we, are we not understanding? That, yeah, I, I get it. I get it. Your point, I get it. Okay, okay. let Wait. me break the joke down, but I can explain it in more detail, and it'll be fun. You know? Are you, you sure? Break the joke down. Thanks, we got it. <laughs> All right, can I go? I think it's my turn. I think it's good if I talk now. Um, <laughs> I, I'm i right there with you. I would definitely kill C-3PO because uh, he is the most annoying character ever. I can't stand him. Um, but I would... Uh, I really love R2. More annoying than Jar Jar Binks? Mm, nah, not that go with soldiers. Not 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 that bad. Not bad. I don't think anything's as bad as Jar Jar. Yeah, C3 um, is at least useful. Right. Um, but I, as much as I love R2, I think I would just spare him and I would adopt BB8 cuz I feel like BB8 cuz when I think of adopt uh like oh okay, is this like a little like droid pet thing almost? And I think my son would have more fun with a little BB8 than R2. R2's kind of like Kind of like how you have like a that uh, a dog around your baby, like a big dog. Maybe it's like a dog. It's like bit someone before, like just a little snippy. And you're a little worried about your kid. That's kind of how I feel about R2. Because he kind of <laughs> has an attitude. Was... He he has a little bit of an attitude. And I don't know how I'd feel like, you know, there's a, in the one, uh, the one uh, move. What, which one is it? He, uh, he's like Zap Luke or something a couple he times. He, he, he's at, he's Ewok. He's Ewok. Him alone. Yeah. He zaps a lot of people. And it's like, you know. He wouldn't zap a baby. You don't know that. What See, if you no, I was gonna go with the dog. Like I was gonna go with the dog comparison too. BB-8 is like a freaking Chihuahua that you just want to punt. Okay. No, R2D2. R2D2 is the really well trained okay, pit bull that you want. So you're to be saying in your you want to kick a dog? You say you want to kick a dog? I mean, you okay? Wait, I was talking about marrying and sparing some like robots. Just to be clear, you want to kick kick a dog or have kicked a dog? (laughs) Okay, well, okay. (laughs) Maybe we should move on to the next question. We're going to get calls. We're going to get calls. (laughs) There's some things here maybe we shouldn't talk about or admit to. I was asking a question. Just for clarification. uh, I wanted you to clarify. So, yeah, I would want BB 8 because I I feel like I couldn't trust R2 with my kids at this point. Um, Dan Jam Gent. Can you trust BB (laughs) 8? Okay. (laughs) What is BB 8? BB 8's list is a dumb little soccer ball. It's going to run over your baby. Yeah, but he's little. Yeah, baby's gonna get head trauma. <laughs> head oh, baby, wasn't paying attention. Pop. R two D two. R two D two would make sure nothing happens to him. Protects him. Keeps him safe. It's got uh, pretty much. He's even got special compartments. He'd probably let the baby hang out in his one. So of does BB eight. Remember, he carries all those. You're gonna coins. put a baby inside BB eight. <laughs> I'm not gonna put a baby inside R two either. You could. Well, Okay, um, oh, you never know. Like maybe the you inside travel like of... a stroller. A little stroller. There you go. See, you okay. Bring you R two D two with you to the grocery store. Make a little like nice little spot for him. Rolls around in there. That'd make a dope stroller, like an actual stroller. Okay, a stroller okay. that looks like an R two D two, like not actually is an R two D two. I'm right like on the angles edge. back. Yeah, you know, baby sits in the front. <laughs> I'm, I'm right on the edge it? there. I'm right on the edge there. You've almost convinced me, but I still don't trust R2. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this next question here comes from Dan Jam Gent over on Discord. Uh, which is the trashiest, most nonsensical game that you've played that you could not help but love? Um, Last of Us Part 2. No, I'm just kidding. I didn't love that game. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, what's a, what's a nonsensical 
um, game that, uh, yeah, you still absolutely adored and couldn't get enough of playing. And it was like a, it was supposed to be like a terrible game or just like trashy, full of like just tons I, of expletives. And so that's what I I should have had him clarify because it could be like, uh, you know, he's from the UK. It could be trashy, maybe just um, not of high quality, or like it could be pleasure. trash. Yeah, like it's just like, oh, it's not a good game. Like I know it's not a good game, but I love it kind of thing. Or it could be what like what you said, maybe it actually is a trashy game. I don't know what he means. I took it as <laughs> I took it as just like a high like it's not like, oh, I know it's like a garbage game in the sense like it's not well made or something, or maybe it's like just janky or made by a smaller developer, but I still love it. Yeah, I, I would have taken that as being a game that that basically isn't a great game but that it's like a decadent pleasure. It's one of those things that like you like anyway. So if, if I went off of it in that uh, way, I really, I really love like toe jam and Earl. And I know like it's kind of crass and silly, but it's one of those games that like I play and I'm like, ah, I know it's like eating a pizza from little Caesars. You know that it's not good, but you just eat it anyway, or maybe that's just me. Am I thinking more like a fat guy than you guys do? I don't. You guys don't think in terms of pizza, do you? Okay. I think pizza. Maybe all that's the time. what. I, yeah, I'm always a singing okay. pizza. That's right. just twenty four seven for me. Pizza is my favorite food. Because <laughs> we're also a bunch that. of children. Do you want a f- nice filet mignon dinner, or do you want this delicious Michael's pizza? Probably go with Michael's pizza. Same. Anyway, carry on. <laughs> Michael's pizza, that's pretty fun. good. Letting it be known, pizza is my favorite food. Um, boy, see, I don't, uh, I had such a hard time with this because I don't know, like if I don't like a game, I don't know. I don't, I thought and thought and thought I tried to prepare for this question ahead of time. I was like, I need to prepare for this. And I've literally thought like the past three days, could not think of anything. The only thing I can come close to, um, and it's not, and it's not trashy. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Oh, shots fired. Okay. Across the bow. Okay. Metal Gear um, It's not trashy, but it's nonsensical. Is um, uh, <laughs> nonsensical. The... Every <laughs> game game the game game <laughs> No. Okay. Uh, have you guys been? Have you guys heard of or been? Have you played Among Us? It's like a newer game. It's like such a nonsensical, crazy game. Um, I've heard of it, but I, yeah, I don't know anything I, about it. I, I've been okay. playing it with my son. He's okay. falling in love with it, and we've been playing it this week. Yeah, actually. it's so stupid and so crazy, <clears throat> and it's so ridiculous, but it's so much stinking fun. And maybe like I'm totally misinterpreting his question here, but for me, like it's a to me, it's that's a not completely nonsensical game that I can't get enough of, and I've played a bunch with my buds. And yeah, to get like ten people in, and there's the imposters, and you don't know who who the imposters are. It's such a blast it's basically it's like a modified version of like secret hitler kind of thing or like you got to guess who the imposter is who the mafia exactly something like that so yeah. it's it's a lot of fun i've been playing on steam but i think it's on phones as well like mobile it's on mobiles and mobile yeah. devices yeah oh cool um but yeah that, that's that's a game that i can't help but love like it's so much stinking fun even as ridiculous as it is <laughs> and just the arguments so that's a game where yeah you're trying to convince everyone like if you are the imposter that you're not the imposter or what happens more times than not is I'm not the imposter. I'm like a normal dude. And everyone's like, he's the guy. He's the one who killed me. And it's like, no, I no, I games. promise. <laughs> I was like, I don't know how to prove it to you, but I'm not, I swear. Exercise, <laughs> um, learning how to argue. Yeah. See, that's why I've started playing it because I need to learn. I'm bad at and arguing. And people that are good so. at arguing always get voted out first. Mm. With their, 
if they're, yeah, yeah, there you if they're go. citizens or not or whatever <laughs> yeah uh what about you Zetcha? do you have anything off the top of your head or so in terms of, i you ever play castlevania lords of shadow no i probably would say those would be the games okay like they're not necessarily good in fact i don't even know if i even really like how they did did them because like they they took a lot of liberties with the characters when they rebooted it for that mm. for that part two part series but i still had fun playing it because it was castlevania and i you know so there's that okay but. cool um let's see we have one last question here uh this comes from kajoma zero one the board <laughs> from discord i love how he changed his name on there kajoma is now uh the board anytime we make a bet uh, he's marking it down on a google note that he has and will hopefully remind us uh in the future if we were right or wrong uh but going off of y'all's thoughts about the harry potter game coming out and it not having things to do with jk rowling what is an IP that you think another developer could take and make something great with? Sort of like how another dev made Halo Wars from the Halo IP. Um, so is there anything there? Um, yeah, an IP that you would be, uh, and I guess it's, yeah, he's specifically talking about games, it seems like, where they could make, um, yeah, a game of. But so they it don't, could basically be like, you know, the witcher and nintendo made a mario like mm. out of it that's the question there you go there you go or if uh kojima productions made a metal gear game <laughs> i want one thing i want to look up is if yes. kojima actually had a hand in the in the castlevania lords of shadow series because i thought i had seen his name on there I could totally be wrong. Castlevania Lords of Shadow, is that what it's called? Yeah. He is a designer. Aha! Oh, and technically a developer. Kojima okay. Productions. Because he Kojima Productions yeah. was a thing within Konami. Like that's what yeah, he called. Yeah, it was like the Fox engine. Yeah, so that, like that's if you play any Metal Gear games and stuff like that, it always popped up Kojima Productions. Yeah. Um so same thing. Uh so yeah, it looks like he. he that, that, it was, it was so them, much. them alongside Mercury Steam. As Mercury Steam was a main developer, it looks like, and then Kojima Productions. He just took. We'll talk about that offline. But anyway, <laughs> I, I would like to see. That's such a good question. I'm trying to think. I should have done more research on this. Okay, I'm gonna stick inside that Castlevania <clears throat> vein. I want to see a Castlevania game, made, by. Uh, Ubisoft. I want like a giant open world Castlevania. Complete mm. with Assassin's Creed towers. Okay. And stupid collectibles that I will not collect. That'd be nuts. Okay. That'd be cool. Hmm. I would want to see um or like a Red Dead Redemption made by I'm trying to think of a studio. Something that's more like it, it was still still like maybe semi open world, but 
had a little more linear story because I like the aesthetic of Red Dead, but like the open world is so huge and massive and crazy to me that I had a hard time getting into it. So like my immediate thought was like, oh, if a first person or I mean a first party like Sony Studio got a hold of it and made like an awesome like single story single story camp single player campaign i cannot talk for the life of me right now um and uh so i don't know like uh i mean i don't know who i would want but that's, that's what i thought of was like just a sony first party studio <laughs> jump in do like a red dead spinoff where it's just like oh no it's like an awesome single player story like very linear storyline kind of thing god of war exactly yeah it's where it feels open worldish but it's really not like that'd instead be like yeah like instead of like throwing an axe you're like <coughs> shooting a revolver exactly exactly so like yeah so a little more linear campaign focused um red dead redemption i think would be really cool okay i'm thinking more of a linear um version of a game as well and so what i'm thinking is i would love to see you guys are gonna laugh but i love national treasure one and two the movies with nick cage uh, I absolutely love them. I've watched them numerous times. They're great to watch with my kids. Um, there's nothing bad about them. And I think that a game made by a great studio on, on PlayStation, on Sony, would be amazing. And so I, I was just thinking about this question, and I thought, man, I really love a lot of the history and everything else from the Founding Fathers, and I think I mean, that, that would be a lot of fun. Basically Uncharted, right? Let's give it to yeah, Naughty Dog. Basically Uncharted. <laughs> give it basically, to Naughty I Dog. I did think Just, of Uncharted. <laughs> I did think I did think along the vein of Uncharted in the third person, you know, linear story. Tomb essentially Raider. the same darn thing. Tomb Raider. Yeah, I give it to Square. Very Tomb Raider-esque. You're like, JJ, this is a great idea. We've already covered that type of game a couple just, of different times. Yeah, yeah but there's just American versions. Nick freaking so. Cage, man. You don't have Nick freaking Cage. That's, that's awesome. what I was just going to say. But Nick, yeah, that's, Cage, Nick Cage that, in the game, video game? Exactly. That's what I was just going to say. I'm like, thinking, we, those games might be the quote unquote the same thing, but we don't have like a fully body scanned version of like Nick Cage in a game. Like I want an exact, like I exactly. want him. Like Yeah, I want Nick Cage and all of his crazy glory. And I want, <laughs> I want like, you know, stuff where there's stuff about George Washington and Benjamin Franklin and, you know, uh, all that kind of good stuff. I just cool. think, uh, <laughs> I know they did all of it in the, in the previous two movies, but they are talking about doing a third one. But I thought like a game along the vein of an Uncharted uh, or a Tomb Raider would be a lot of fun. Nice. Cool. cool. Well, that does it for um, our question mailbag there. Um, I think it's time for the Nerdy Nudes. It's now time for the Nerdy News. All righty, guys. So to start this one off, um, let's see. Since last episode... There was Xbox Series X and S pre-orders, and I wanted to check in with you guys. How did it go? Do you did you guys get one? Do you know of someone else who got one? Because I'll just start things off. <coughs> I did not. I did not get one. I didn't get one. I got a proof of line of credit, <laughs> and then went to go purchase it, and then it, they ran out of stock. Oh, literally shoot. a click away. I was very <laughs> upset. I called Microsoft because then the, they added insult to injury, because the next day. I got texted and email from Citizen One, the people you yep. get the line of credit for for all access. I They're like, too. hey, congratulations on your new Xbox. <laughs> we got, I got we that. got all your information on it. <laughs> like, this is mean. Yeah, sad like day. This. So you didn't get one. Uh, what about no, you, JJ? I, I didn't you, either. 
Okay. Do either of you guys know anyone no. who's actually able to get through? Because from what I've heard, it seems like I can't, I don't know anyone who actually got through and got one. Like, it seems like everyone Scalpers. got shafted. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Even on uh, the Super Gamer Book Club episode, I think uh, Adrian was saying that uh, he had like multiple tabs open, it was refreshing, just going nuts trying to get a hold of something. And uh, yeah got nothing he was super ticked off uh, for good reason like that's what's the point of i don't know doing pre-orders it's all i don't know he he, he had more thoughts about it obviously like and if you want to hear it like go listen to super gamer book club but he had a lot of like thoughts about it it's like oh no yeah i completely agree with that like they should have things prepped they should have things ready to go they should have this that the other thing um and it's what what kind of add insult to injury to xbox is I think it was like a day or two before pre-orders. They put out kind of this cheeky tweet where they're talking about like pre-orders going live at this time, blah, blah, blah. We're giving you plenty of, plenty of heads up and, and something about it's going to, you know, and it's going to work or I don't know. It was very obviously kind of poking fun of PlayStation and their pre-order debacle that we talked about last week where basically they went early a day before and then like everyone was going crazy trying to get them. Um, so it's just super funny to me anyways, like, uh, you were just poking fun of Sony the other day and I feel like the Xbox ones were worse because sites were straight up like crashing and this was, this had been planned. Like they were expecting it and still like weren't ready Microsoft's for fault. it. No, no, it's not. Cause it was like Best Buy site going on GameStop, actually, all this stuff, but that's actually a sign of success because everybody knew oh. when they were actually going online. So that's effective marketing communication. No, it's not, uh, lesson learned. There's no right way to do pre-order launch. Yeah, no. And that's one of the things, like, later they tweeted out, and it was just like, hey, like, this was a huge success. Like, some most launch sales we've had a lot, like, all this stuff is pretty pretty awesome. But still, it's just, it's just a bummer when, like, I only know... I take that back. I know one person who got three Xboxes. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, and took all. Took he, he took all it. of them. He took yours, he took Adrian's, and he took JJ's. So, of course, I don't think he was getting the. He, was, he wasn't doing the all access route. And that was the other thing. That no, yeah, he, he wasn't doing all Adrian access. That, like, we were trying to go all access. Yeah. And I think that, that. was what everybody was trying to do rather than just mm-hmm. buy them outright. So, I think if, if you're buying them outright, you had a better chance of actually getting it. Right. Yeah. That all access is just way too enticing. Like, everyone and their mother was going for it. But, yeah, like, it makes uh, so much sense. Yeah. So my, my my thought immediately was just like, well, I didn't get it now, but uh, I know I can at least get approved for it because I got the email. Hey, you're approved and congrats on your new Xbox. So I was like, okay, in like four or five months when <laughs> maybe they're back in stock or something, uh, I'll just pick it up then. I called Xbox or I called, yeah, I called Xbox to talk hmm. to him about it. I was like, hey, so did my like order actually go through? Because I got this email, I got this text and they're like, well, let me find out. And then he's like, no, but you did get the credit and you might want to call the credit company because technically they think you have an xbox which means technically they're going to expect you to pay them so Mm. you might want to get that canceled until you actually do get the xbox and let them know hey i wasn't able to commit to this this way when you do go to get all access you start from square one rather than have to go through all these hoops yeah so i did that was actually my immediate response soon i got the email i'm like uh I don't have an Xbox. So I called Citizen One. Is that what it was? Citizen One right away mm-hmm. and uh, talked to someone. And she's like, um, at this point, yeah, like you don't owe anything. Um, and it doesn't look like there's any charges. You just have a line of credit with this basically at this point. She's like, but 
unfortunately I can't cancel it because it was just open yesterday. I can't cancel. You have to wait 30 days and then call back again. I'm like, what? Ooh, that's a, uh, that's always an iffy thing. If I'm even going to remember to call back in 30 days, yeah. <laughs> like tell Siri to remind you. All right. Oh man. But either so way, like, it seems super shady to me. A little bit. A little bit. It's like, no, you cancel it now. Mm-hmm. No, you don't wait. Like, who does that? That doesn't make no sense. It I'm did not make him. any sense. I still need yeah. To call him. Yeah, you try call him. If you can convince him to cancel, maybe then I'll have you call for me and you can convince him to cancel for me <laughs> too. Because <laughs> when I talk to her, obviously I'm just like, oh, okay, yeah, sounds good. And I hang up because <laughs> I just like took her at her word. But yeah, I, I, I was worried about that same thing. I, as soon as I got the email, I'm like, oh, they're going to start charging me like 35 bucks a month. And I don't have 35 bucks. Yeah, I mean, there's no I way. do. That's not fair. I do. But if I don't have an Xbox, like, that sucks like that's, that's horrible i'm not just throwing um, away 35 bucks yeah yeah and i'm not gonna ruin my credit over it yeah exactly. so craziness um but after all that um yeah congrats to all you who got one and yeah. uh, all you who didn't uh don't worry they will be back uh, and like the all access that was something else uh someone i was talking to thought all access was like a limited time thing just for now no, as far as I know, all access, it's been around for the past like year and a half. Yeah. And I assume I assume they're gonna they're gonna continue doing it. Because they first started doing it when the one X got released a couple years ago, a year and a half mm-hmm. ago, whatever that was. Um, and yeah, I think it's gonna be an ongoing thing. Cause I think that's that's Xbox's new plan. Like they're basically going to a phone type um setup where every couple years you would just upgrade. Basically, by when you pay it off. Um, essentially you would just, they haven't announced that, but that's my speculation is like, okay, after two years, maybe they have an upgraded version of the series X, you trade in your old one, get, go towards a new one or something like that. I don't know. We'll have to wait and see if that's actually the case, but, um, yeah, uh, cause that's basically what they did with the one X actually remember is like buy the one X right now. And in a year you can trade it in and get a free upgrade to the series X or whatever. Um, yeah. free, like you still have to make your normal one X payments, but it wasn't like you didn't have to pay any more on top of it kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but to kind of add a insult to injury. So some people straight up couldn't get an Xbox, but even those who did, holy cow, Seagate's one terabyte game drive for Xbox series X and series S. Um, and I'm going to editorialize a little bit here might cost $220. Yeah. Uh, they kind of talk, in this article, it's like it's for certain, but realistically, I mean, and it seems certain, uh, but you, you never know until they officially announce it. So ever since Microsoft announced the details of that velocity drive storage architecture in its new Xbox series family, we knew it wouldn't be cheap to add some extra storage for your new console. And just to kind of put it in perspective for maybe you who, guys who don't know, the series X comes with uh, internal one terabyte hard drive. And uh, the Series S comes with this 500 gigabytes, so half the amount of space, uh, and they both are compatible with this expansion solid state. Wario64 over on Twitter uh, points out that a Best Buy listing for Seagate's one terabyte expansion solid state drive, uh, well, you know, confirms earlier leaks with its $220 price. So Seagate one terabyte game drive for a Series X and S external custom PCI Express Gen 4 X2 NVMe solid state drive is up for pre-order for $219.99. Insane, okay. Um, While that compares well to speedy SSDs and that use of PCIe, 
and usually costs around $200, it is worth considering whether you're buying a 499 Xbox Series X or 299 Series S. Um, yeah, so it's think about that. You're buying, like you spend 500 on a Series X and you want to upgrade to the two, uh, like to two terabyte. That's a lot of storage, though. I mean, I have That's two terabyte in my PS4 Pro. You have two and terabytes in your PS4 Pro? Isn't that what comes stock in it? I'm pretty sure that's what kind of came stock in it. Are you sure? 100% positive. Because the Xbox um, One X that I have is also a one terabyte. And I have a... I have a one terabyte external that I have attached to it. I have a four terabyte external hard drive on my PlayStation 4. And uh, I recently, something happened to it and I lost... A no. lot of stuff on it. PS4 Pro is a... Uh, oh, there's two different models. There is a two terabyte model. No, it's not. What? That's a fake thing. What is that game is on? No, you're right. Yeah, it's just one terabyte. Okay. For some reason I thought I had... Oh, I had at one point upgraded two terabyte, but I bought a slow... Uh, like it wasn't a, it wasn't an SSD. I just bought like a regular disk drive. External. Uh, it, it was it was an internal, but it was just oh. like a cheap, like actual physical disk drive in there. Not disk drive, but hard disk HDD, drive. Not an SSD. Um, and uh, it burned out real quick. <laughs> Did there not work. Um, but yeah, okay. So uh, that that put because I I just I always max out my one terabyte. I'm always full. I'm always at capacity on my PS4 and it drives me nuts. Um, all so games I, you play all the time all the games I play all the time. So for me, like to having two terabyte, like is always so appealing. Cause I was like, Oh, I can just have so much on there. Cause you d I never know what I'm feeling. Like at any moment's notice, I want to be able to just fire it up. And so like, this is something I would be super interested in, but man, like if you're spending 500 bucks on a series X, yeah, spend another 220 bucks on top of it. It sucks. If that's what you really want to do. But I mean, I don't know if that, I don't know if that really is going to appeal to most gamers though. Cause I mean, like, most gamers are going to be able to. You can. They've said that you can use your like if you're playing old Xbox One games or older, you can still use your old uh, mm, drive. External, or, yeah. You know, your old external is going to work. It's going to be fine. You only really need that expansion if you're going to be playing Xbox One S or X or Xbox Series X and S games. Man, I hate that. Mm. I hate their naming convention so much. I hate it. <laughs> um, but. So you know what I mean? So it's like, especially like right out the gate, no one's going to be like, oh man, I got to get that too. Got to get the upgrade. Right. I, and I wonder... they said that the game sizes wouldn't be that much bigger hmm. than the Xbox One sizes either. Okay. So. That's good to know. Uh, I wonder too, it's something that just hit me now, like, oh, you know what? And I, I don't even know if this is actually a feature or not with xCloud, but I wonder if they're going to be trying to push streaming more. Like, okay, you don't even have to download it. You'll just stream it through xCloud on your console. Like you actually, instead of downloading it to your console, just play it off Game Pass through streaming or something like that. Yeah. Um, I wonder if that'll be a big push too, especially for like the Series S. You know, Series S doesn't have a disk drive. Series S has a smaller hard drive. Well, no big deal because you can just, oh, fantastic, oh, JJ. You look so... <laughs> um, <clears throat> uh <laughs> uh yeah so like, am i, I still if... frozen am i frozen oh, yeah. again? oh 100 yep. now you just have a crazy look like on your face you, you looked fantastic like per, like a really nice smile now you're just like oh 
big eyes, fun, funny looking grin. It's perfect. Um, yeah, I just wonder if that's going to be a feature they continue to push, if it's even a feature at this point. Like from the last I heard, I, I feel like I, I don't know if there's actually xCloud compatible on, on the consoles. Do you know if it is or not? Or They said you can play anywhere. Okay. So I don't know. <laughs> there it is. Look at that beautiful face. Look at that mug. I don't like the, the creepy eyes you got going. Great. It's like you look peering into my soul. <laughs> um, I am. That's actually exactly what I'm doing. So, something like this though also like is a bummer for those people who go for the series s because that's all they can afford like oh, 300 bucks that's awesome it's so cheap 25 bucks a month and then because 500 gig really isn't a lot like that's that's small yeah, you'll burn and out so and so to like want to if you want to upgrade that well now you're almost or you are up to the price of a series x like that's a bummer <laughs> yeah that well they have to make the money up somehow and that makes sense if that's the case. The problem yeah. is, is but the problem is that this is all speculation. We don't know what the price is actually going to be until they officially announce it. Right. So. Yeah. Let me click on the Best Buy link here and see if it's. Oh, you know what? I'm on Best Buy's website, and it is up for pre-order for two ninety nine ninety nine. So maybe it is oh. confirmed. Two ninety nine ninety nine. Or sorry, two nineteen. Sorry, sorry, not two nine. Good. Two nineteen ninety nine. That sounds really. Nope. That's like buying a brand new Series yep. S. Yeah, that's not what I meant. Two nineteen ninety nine. Sorry. Okay. Uh, so apparently that is official, um, and it ships by, by release day. So it'll show up at your house on November tenth. So Grandma gets you some Best Buy gift cards for Christmas. Right. Holy smokes. Um, all I all I want to say. The last thing I want to say uh, is, I was right. That's all. I was right. When they Whoa, that's never happened before. Congratulations, <laughs> Garrett. So if this is one that we put buddy. on the board. This would be one that goes to Garrett. One point for Garrett. Yes. Yeah, I remember yeah, when as soon as they mentioned those external drives, I'm like, awesome, cool technology, goes straight in the motherboard. It's gonna be super fast hard drive, but man, it's gonna be expensive. I didn't, I, I didn't did, anticipate that, but boy, <laughs> I did say it online where I was like, you know, as soon as I heard the rumor come out, I was like, oh man, we got to keep this down. We got to make sure Garrett doesn't hear about it because <laughs> he realizes he was right about anything. So like, how can we hide this? Like I was doing everything I could to try to hide it, so you didn't, you weren't aware that you did something right. Hacked his phone, put mute filters on his Twitter. <laughs> I thought about it. I just don't know how to do any of that. Oh man, cool. Um, so yeah, that's what's going on in the Xbox world. Uh, again, a lot of ex- exciting stuff. Xbox are doing a lot right. So not to be a huge Debbie Downer, Xbox is really killing it so far, and uh, I'm excited. Absolutely, and nice. It's Everybody here has decided to go with it. I mean, I know. I mean, I know myself. I'm I'm going to be going with with the Xbox. I just feel like I can't pass it up at the thirty five dollar a month deal whenever we can get our hands on it. But I mean, where are you guys at with that? I, I don't know if if you guys have actually come out and said no. I will be doing so. I think initially I am interested in going Series X just because. Um, of the price like yeah the, the all access is kind of like so perfect so great um and uh there's a lot of xbox first party games that you know would be nice to play on a console that being said that's and that's kind of my biggest hang up as well a lot of those are just available on game pass and i have game pass on pc so it's like do I really need the Xbox? Because even future games are all going to be coming to PC pretty much as well on, on Game Pass. So that's oh, my biggest man. hang up 
because I love, I, I would much rather just play things on a TV with a controller in my hand and not have to worry about computer things. You all know anyone who has a computer, like, you know, like don't lie to yourself, you know, um, <laughs> but, <laughs> but it's like, Oh, if I could save the 35 bucks a month and just, yeah, just playing on my PC and then that might be nice too. So I don't know. I'm in this weird in between. Yeah. I'll probably get it. Come around November 10th when the all access opens up again. I'll probably probably get it then. At least I'll try to. Because hmm. it's a console I'm going to get eventually, and I might as well get it at a discount. So. Right. Garrett, I might have to use your credit because for some reason I don't have very good credit. I don't know why that is. Um, so can I just piggyback on yours, or how do we how do we make that work? No. I wonder if the zero percent APR was the launch day thing. Does anyone know if all access is always no? Because I, I, as far as I understand, not. I, I mean, I haven't seen any examples, but I guess I feel like I heard someone talking about the fine print. I don't think everyone like that was the offer they're saying. Hey, zero percent APR, but obviously, if you have bad credit, like you're either not going to get approved, or there's going to be, you know, interest interest on it so i from i think in the fine print it did say that was a possibility so if you got zero percent apr it just means you have you know the good credit so if you have bad credit from what i've heard again no one's like posted a screenshot like i got slammed with whatever three percent or whatever interest 20 percent interest yeah <laughs> holy smokes um but yeah i don't know that that would be again i haven't read through the fine print either but i've just heard from other people like oh you know what like it is a possibility i guess um I'd be interested to look into that too, because that would suck if they, they're like, yeah, we still have all access, but now there is interest on it, because that would yeah. be super. I mean, that would totally negate the how it's a good deal. Like, it's, oh, at that point, just save up and buy the console out right then. Yep. But we will cool. have to wait and see. The next new story here Amazon announces a new cloud gaming service called Luna. So we're just talking about xCloud. Amazon is entering the battle here. At its 2020 hardware event today, Amazon announced a cloud gaming platform called Luna. The news isn't too surprising. The service has been rumored since last year, previously codenamed Tempo. While an Amazon-made game controller leaked out just ahead of today's event, it's not clear when Luna will launch widely, but it will initially be available on PC, Mac, Fire TV, and iPhone and iPad via web apps. Yeah, with, it's, with not an, gonna, it's not going to yeah. survive on iPhone. Not not natively because uh, Apple hates fun, apparently, uh, with an Android version planned for after launch. Amazon says that interested users in the U.S. can request early access, which I did. If you haven't done, right, go yeah. find the go find the Amazon page and you can just enter your email and it uh, rec- allows you to request early access to the streaming beta uh, starting today. There's no word on international availability. The service will be available for an introductory price of $5.99 a month during its early access phase, which gives subscribers the ability to play Luna Plus channel games across two devices simultaneously and offers 4K 60 frame per second resolution for select titles. Naturally, it will be powered by AWS, Amazon's ubiquitous web platform. Uh, There will be more than 100 games available via the Luna Plus channel. And the launch titles include Resident Evil 7, Control, Panzer Dragoon, A Plague Tale Innocence, The Surge 2, Ukulele, Grid, Abzu, uh, Brothers, A Tale of Two Sons. Amazon says more titles will be added over time. And the company has also partnered with Ubisoft for a specific gaming channel. Here's how Amazon describes it. Um, I don't think I really need to describe it, but 
basically Luna so far is doing everything that we thought Stadia would be, where you pay $5.99 a month and there, there's a quote-unquote channel where you can literally play 100 games, kind of like a Game Pass type thing. Like that's what yeah. it sounds like. There's a library of 100 games and they're going to be adding to it. So that subscription, you're you're essentially getting the streaming part of it free and you're just paying the $5.99 a month for that 100-game library, which... Exactly. Are you Again, downloading the games? Or are they all being streamed? It's streaming. This is Luna is a streaming same as xCloud, same as Stadia. This is a bad idea. Uh, Stay in your lane, Amazon. Stay what's that? Stay in your lane. I'm saying that yeah. Amazon needs to not get into the gaming space. Just don't. Don't do it. <clears throat> if you're not going to fully commit, like Xbox and PlayStation and Nintendo, don't do it. Like, I what mean, are they, I, what are they, I feel like, are they like they're get? pretty committed with like they own Twitch and everything. <laughs> That's different. And so, and this is this is hooking up any any controller, like either the the DualShock or the uh, the Xbox controller. Uh, at this point, they've only talked about their own controller. Yeah. Um, it looks like an Xbox controller, essentially, or like a, even like a Switch Pro controller kind of looks it's like the premium. It's the ultimate yeah. controller. Everybody but if knows. it's, yeah, I was going to point that out real quick. I just want to make one one point to you, Mister Garrett. Notice yes. how nobody is mimicking the PlayStation controller. Stadia, even PlayStation doesn't even mimic the PlayStation controller anymore. You know why? Because I know it sucks. It's a terrible controller. Same. I don't know. Proof is in the pudding. Feels Xbox did one hands. thing right. It's their controller. Um, I don't recall, but doesn't doesn't Stadia's controller look more like the PlayStation's? No. As far as I know, the shaping of it is is more of an Xbox. But I thought the the placement of the 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 analog sticks. Nope. It wasn't centered? Nope. Oh, all right. Because that's a terrible design. See? <laughs> okay, okay. Um, look at my my 8-bit dough controller, which is for Nintendo Switch. It has it correct? Whoa, that looks so look cool. how beautiful looks... that is. And, look, I, and yet I hear you talk so much like, I hear you talk about your 8-bit dough, and you're like, oh, I love my 8-bit dough doesn't connect the way i want it to connect sometimes that's just with my pc i think i think i've kind of narrowed it down i think it's something wrong like with the bluetooth one the bluetooth in my pc you need one controller to like what three that i've named now that all resemble xbox controllers i mean my playstation controller yeah it doesn't count <laughs> i'm not <laughs> you can't be like oh playstation <laughs> Makes <laughs> like PlayStation. Being somebody who you use your PlayStation 4 controller when you're using Game Pass, how does that work when you're playing Game Pass games on your PC and you're using the the DualShock? Does it feel okay? I mean, obviously you're used to the DualShock. Does it feel weird in any way? No. No, it just feels like any other game. <laughs> I don't know. Like, no, it feels normal. Um, yeah, because uh, I that's just what I always use. I always just use PlayStation or the Bitdo, so that's just mm. what I'm used to. Um, and a lot of a lot of the Game Pass games too, uh, even wrecking not all of them, but there's been a few that actually recognize the PlayStation buttons. Like I plug in and I'm playing a Game Pass game, and it'll say X Circle Square Triangle. I'm like, that's weird. <laughs> like, that's because the developer loads in different um, control schemes. Right. Well, I, I mean, do that. they do that on PC too. Right, well, that's what I'm saying. I've seen they that on I've seen that I'm on Steam, but it just always feels weird when it's like Xbox Game Pass and it does it too. Like I'm like, oh, that's weird. Like I've I've noticed that when I play a Steam game with a controller, but yeah, when I fire up a Game Pass and I'm like, oh, <laughs> they, they they know what PlayStation is. Okay, that's cool. Um, but yeah, so I don't I don't know. I'm I'm excited about this only because 
it's again, it's what we got all stoked about last year before Stadia came out. It's exactly what Stadia promised. So it's like, okay, round two, let's see if, uh, if someone else can figure it out. Like xCloud's already got it nailed down, obviously, but okay, Stadia failed. Let's see if, if Amazon can, can figure this out. And so far they're saying the right things. Um, and they're saying, they're saying more now than what Stadia ever said before. It's for sure. Cause Stadia was always, was so, you know, zipped lips literally date, like until like three days before they released, released it. Cause they, and then they said something that everyone hated and everyone canceled their pre-orders three days before launch. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm curious cause I, it would be fun to have a competitor to X cloud, like competition's not a bad thing. And so I, I, I just, just in that sense, it'd be because we know Stadia is now competition. So okay, if Amazon can come up and even maybe not be full place like Sony, Microsoft competition, but even just something that challenge Game Pass every once in a while, like maybe Luna comes out with a cool feature, like oh okay, well that's something that worth implementing. Like that's that's totally worth it. I think. I think the very best Luna will be better than Stadia, but not anywhere near as successful or important or that it won't have nearly the install base to make it a, a regular household item. Hmm. That's what I'm calling. Like, who is this for? Like who, who gets this? Uh, the people who wanted Google Who's Stadia. Who's their target audience is what I'm saying. <laughs> I don't know. What do you mean? They're they're going for the, the people who don't want to shell out a bunch of money for a console. They're looking for they streaming services. Stream. If they don't have money to buy a console, they probably aren't paying for really good internet. And if you're going to be only streaming, you're going to need really good internet. Oh, 100%. Yeah. I mean, but you can say the same thing about xCloud. Like, who's there? And the same thing about Stadia. Like, who is there? Like People that already own Xboxes. Like, oh, you love Xbox. That's great. Guess what? You can take all your games with you anywhere you want now. You want a game in your bed? Guess what? You got it for iPad. You want a game on the train? Guess what? You got it for your phone. That's who it's for. You want a game on the toilet? Well, game on the no. toilet. There you go. That's where I knew you were going to go there next. You're welcome. Yeah. Thank you. I felt like you needed to be See, said. JJ gets it. Okay. I get okay. it. Yeah. I get it. I don't know. Just my saying. thought My thought is like, it. Like, yeah, like xCloud has like the better systems and setup and like game pass and all this stuff like xcloud is great it's amazing but again like back to my argument of like if there's no competition like eventually they're just gonna like that can grow stale like if they don't have ever any anything to challenge them so i feel like that's like sony I mean, that so i feel like that's amazon's <laughs> goal is to uh like i don't know yeah they're just trying to battle it out with x, x xbox a little bit like okay like because you're right It'll, xCloud is going to be mostly probably people who have Xboxes and want to be able to continue their games wherever they go. But like there are other people out there besides us who are like just casual gamers who don't want to buy a console but are interested at five bucks a month, six bucks a month. Like, oh, all right, that's not bad. Like, I'll play whatever, you know, just stream over the internet or something. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's my thought. I think it's going to be to the casual gamers who... Or like they they see a game that sounds interesting, or maybe their best friend tells them all about it, and so there's just like one or two games they really want to play this year. Like in 2020, they've heard about like this isn't going to be a game on Luna, but Final Fantasy VII remake. And instead of going and buying like a PlayStation Four to play just to play that one game this year, like oh I can just pay six bucks and play it over on 
on Luna or whatever like that. Like, do they announce how know. much the controller is going to cost? It's going to be like an eighty dollars controller. It is uh, an introductory price of forty nine ninety nine. So for so during the early access pre- period, this is fifty bucks. Um, I'm sure it'll go up to like sixty or seventy. You know, once it's <laughs> out of early access. But for now, it's going to be an Alexa enabled Luna controller um, with Twitch functionality as well. I think that's another big feature is uh, you'll be able to basically like stream straight to Twitch or while you're watching a Twitch stream through Luna, you can hit a button. So exactly what Stadia promised with YouTube and be able like, oh, that game looks interesting. If it's okay. part of the Luna library, you can hit a button. It'll fire it up. So again, just to, to clarify, uh, sorry, uh, to clarify. So it's essentially something like, I, like if you have a smart TV, it's an app that you pull up a page similar to you have a Netflix app and you have a, exactly. an Amazon, yeah. you know, uh, instant view app or whatever. So you click on the app and it provides you with the pages uh, or the hundred games that you can play at any time for a streaming fee of like what, five ninety nine a month. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. I, I think that it's probably getting a lot, of, a lot more negative flack than it deserves. That doesn't sound too terribly bad. $49 for, for a thing like that. It will be smarter for the casual gamer. For somebody who doesn't have the thirty-five dollars to drop on a on a new Xbox, maybe for somebody like uh, for my kid, if I didn't give him everything that he possibly wanted, you know, I can see like going, "Hey, I buy a fifty-dollar uh, thing, and he's got access to all these games for a low." Now, I think it's pretty smart actually. It's going for that streaming market for the Netflix fan, for the fan of you know Amazon or Hulu that's willing to pay those streaming fees each month. Streaming a movie or show and streaming a game are completely different. They are different as far as like data caps and stuff like that. Yeah, that is the biggest thing is most people's internet has a data cap. Um, And uh, it's not in this article. I was reading another article. 4K at 60 FPS is what they're streaming it up. It adds up crazy quick. Like in an hour. Yeah, in an hour you like rack up quite a few gigs. I I missed. It's not in this article. It's in another one. But um, that just in a like a week you could easily max out your yeah. month's worth of data that you're available and that that sucks which is um, why xbox has it dialed in with hey just download the game Boop. right yeah if you want to play from home but again that, that requires you to own an xbox that's why this is weird thing you're right like the the audience isn't it's not a great audience to target because usually the casual gamer is not going to have unlimited data on their internet um and so it's definitely a niche market but I don't know. I, I hope they succeed just so that there's some sort of, I don't know. Again, like I'm excited for the competition between the two because so far Luna is saying everything right um, where Stadia promised everything. And then when they actually revealed things, they did they said all the wrong things. So uh, we'll see. We'll have to wait and see. Uh, I hope I at least get picked for early access because, I'm, again, I'm curious to try it. Uh, I, see. I was, so are we putting this on the board? I feel like what? I'm the only one that thinks this is a bad idea. Okay, yeah, if you want to put it on the board. Put it on Zetch, the board! Zetch thinks Amazon Luna is going to be a flop. I think it's going to be better than Stadia. Better than but Stadia. I think in long term, it's going to be forgotten. That's hmm. what I'm saying. Okay. Not going to make nearly a dent in the gaming industry. It's going to be a footnote. In Interesting. Gaming. Interesting. Uh, the next news here um, isn't really news, but I got super excited about it. So, and you know, I literally read this was like, this isn't news. This, this is news. Garrett, this is excited. the biggest news of the week. Metal Gear Solid and other Konami class- classics come to GOG.com. 
That's right. For the longest time, it was weirdly difficult to play Solid Snake's early outings on PC. The original Metal Gear was released for the MSX2 computer and then a few years later for MS-DOS and Commodore 64, um, uh, including the popular NES port in 1987. The first two Metal Gear Solid titles, meanwhile, were released on PC but never available through digital storefronts like Steam. Thankfully. Wow. Bless you. Oh, I'm allergic to Metal Gear Solid. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay. I have to take a okay. quick pill. Hold on for a second. <laughs> Thankfully, I take Allotech now... sometimes. It's a 24-hour. You got to do it every every day. I'm allergic to Metal Gear Solid and anything in relation to. Hold on, hold on, it's coming again. Anything in relation to Kojima? Kojima. <laughs> Kojima. <laughs> Is that wrong? No. Um, these aren't remakes or remasters. The listing on COG.com, however, states that Metal Gear Solid has "quote unquote" better graphics added features and new gameplay modes and includes the VR missions from the expansion released in 1999. Um, and the Metal Gear Solid 2 is the Substance Edition, which was an expanded version that came out on PS2, Xbox, and PC. So, okay, you got me there, Zetch. It's not really news, but not news. If, you've been, if you've been hankering to play some Metal Gear Solid, which is up to this point, the only place you could play it was on PS1. If you had a PS1, you could play Metal Gear Solid. Now you can play Metal Gear Solid on PC. So Sorry. you're welcome, everyone. I'm bucks. excited for everybody to play it. I, I, I purchased news, it but I'm immediately. I I'm purchased sure it and installed did. it immediately. And I let me tell you, I fired it up. Oh, man. It was instant, instant gratification. I'm so happy. I don't think so I've ever met anybody that's blindly loyal to a franchise like you. It's so good. Have you played them? Uh, Zach, have you played them? I've seen them played. Oh, that doesn't count. Oh, Come on, no. you can't. Sure Zetch, that's like a failure oh, in life. Oh, no. These are the, these are the greatest. I went, I picked up Metal Gear Solid 5. is the only one that I've played. That's the no, worst and Metal, one. And Metal Gear Solid 5 Ground Zeroes. That's, those are the You're worst hurting ones. Him. You're hurting. Those are the worst ones. You're hurting Garrett, dude. Like, you can't. You can't come onto this show uh, and start throwing your weight around and like saying hurtful things. Like I haven't played that game before. I mean, what kind of a monster he's, are you? He's a, this so, is like I now now I know how you felt. Now I know how you felt <laughs> when I said I never played Bioshock Infinite. No, you. Really That's how don't. I'm feeling. That's how I'm feeling right <laughs> now. With Bioshock. Bioshock is consistently in like the top five greatest games of all time. Uh, you know what Metal Gear Solid Metal is? Gear? Near the bottom. That is like not true. That is not Maybe, true. Okay, that's an exaggeration. Maybe if you did like a top 50 games of the, of like, it, top 50 games ever, Metal Gear Solid would probably be near the bottom somewhere. Bioshock is consistently mm. in the middle to the top. I want to see solid evidence. That's a lot of speculation. I want to see some solid evidence. I've read so, many, uh, a list. Oh, well, send them to me. Prove Game it. Stop. Send it to me. <laughs> Game Informer doesn't count. One time they did a top 10. 50 games ever. You know you know what game took number one? No. Skyrim. Yeah. Skyrim. That yeah. game, 50 games of all time, glitchy Skyrim gets number one. <laughs> yeah, no, it's Get not Get out great. of town. It beat out uh, Chrono Trigger. What? Chrono Trigger wasn't even in the top 10 on that list. No, I think it was like a seven. Anyway, that... that I think I covered that on one of the Nerd Dads episodes while when it came out. I was so livid. I was like, who writes this trash? This isn't right. Uh, that's this awesome. This is written by a non-gamer. This is written by a guy that hates games. <laughs> oh, anyway, man. So, yeah. So if, so if you want to play Metal Gear Solid 1 or 2, 
I'll probably go soup on it just because they're so cheap. I do like the price on them. But the thing is, Damn. I don't want to get a GOG account. I'd rather it's all be in Steam. Can I put it in Steam? No, but GOG has a new thing where all your Steam games go into GOG. So you could just that. get rid of Steam. Okay, well. It's called GOG. It's a noise you uh, make when you're drowning. GOG. Good old GOG. games. Good old games. All right, this last news story here uh, is a tired story by now. But um, for those of you who don't know, Sony has confirmed there's no free PS4 upgrade path for Spider-Man Remastered. So it's basically another cross-gen upgrade debacle going on here. We've heard about it a bunch of times already. Um, but it was just more surprising because this is the first first-party studio game that's kind of being treated like this. Like all the other ones are third-party studios. And I guess I assumed, oh, Spider-Man's a first-party deal. Of course it's going to be easy to bring over, right? Um, so... Uh, Go the yeah, right. Following last week's news that the ultimate edition of Spider-Man Miles Morales on PS5 would include a remaster of the original PS4 Spider-Man, Sony has moved to offer clarification. Um, Sony broke down the somewhat convoluted ins and outs of the Spider-Man remaster in a statement. The key takeaway, however, is that while some PS4 titles will include a free upgrade path to their PS5 counterparts, this doesn't apply to the Spider-Man remastered. The existing Spider-Man owners will need to buy Miles Morales, which releases on November 12th in order to get the enhanced edition. On PlayStation 5, the most straightforward way to acquire the remastered is to purchase the $70 Ultimate Edition of Spider-Man Miles Morales, but the situation on Sony's current-gen console is a little more involved. The first thing to note is that if you buy the PS4 version of Miles Morales, you do get the PS5 version at no extra cost but only the equivalent of the PS5 standard version. and then But then you have the opportunity to pay a $20 upgrade fee to get the remastered version of Spider-Man. Um, but if you want to just buy Marvel's Spider-Man remastered from you know, the PS4 game on the PS5 standalone, you can't. The only way to get it is either if you buy Miles Morales and then do the upgrade, or if you buy the Ultimate Edition. So... It's kind of crazy because uh, it's there. Like, the game exists. Like, all I have to do is just open a new tab on the PlayStation Store and, and offer it, but they're not, which kind of sucks. And that's also coming in the wake of um, another news story. We're not going to hit that full story, but basically, if you play the remastered, like the PS5 version of the original Spider-Man game, uh, your PS4 saves don't transfer over, right. or at least even, you know, they don't connect at all. So if you wanted to... Um, granted, they haven't announced any sort of like bonuses or anything you get in Miles Morales for having played the original, um, but that sucks. Like you have all that progress built up in the PS4 version, and then you want to hop over to the PS5 version, you are starting back from ground zero. So I don't know. This is kind of uh, interesting misstep, in my opinion, there because being a first-party studio, it seems like a no-brainer on all of those fronts, and. They missed the step <laughs> in every every way they possibly could with that, I feel like. Um, I don't know. What are, you, what are you guys' thoughts on that? Does, that? does it seem obvious to you? Like, is that something where you're just like, well, no, of course it's going to be convoluted. Or are you bummed out at all? Like, what did you guys expect from this? I don't I don't know that side of the business. Yeah. So it could be any number of things. It could be IP. I mean, it's a Spider-Man IP. It could be something with that. That is true. You yeah. Yeah. Um, Oh, there's cool always question. a lot of a lot of IP stuff that, that comes up with the whole Marvel and Sony. Yeah, quick question. I and because I'm kind of blinking here, it should be something I know. But 
did Spider-Man, that came out before Insomniac was a first-party studio, correct? Yeah. Okay. They like, were. it was a PlayStation exclusive, and then it was a few months later, then they got acquired, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. Which could also be, there could be some that, contract issues with that, too. Right, that you could be I mean? something. Honestly, at the end of the day, you guys ever hear the, you guys ever hear Occam's Razor? You know what that means? Yes. That is? Yes. Yes. So, at the end of the day... You watched the movie Contact, didn't you? Uh, no. With Jodie Foster. Okay, that's where that's where most people know that term from. I read books. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, Mister <laughs> Smarty Pants. Go ahead, Mister I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, was the, I was I was trying to stoop to loot new levels of douchebag, and I, I think I hit it. No, I think, awesome. I, hit, I, think I hit the I love bottom. It. I love it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> um no i'm just kidding around but so basically the, 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 the simplest the simplest, simplest argument is tends to be the yeah yes so and in this case i think the simplest explanation is that there's probably just some stuff that we don't know and it's not that sony or insomniac are trying to be jerks and charge us for a bunch of money but there's probably just some behind the scenes stuff that goes down just like with the uh, uh, 505 games who knows hmm. you know I mean, it's probably layered in so much PR that it's hard to actually determine what the actual real truth of the situation is. But as a consumer, am I going to buy an Ultimate Edition so I can replay Spider-Man 1 again on my PS5? Probably not. Right, because that's the other thing is there's backwards compatibility. So if you have, as long as you have a disc, or I guess even the digital version from what we understand of on PS4, you can still play it on your PS5. It just won't be the up remastered version for PS5. It'll just be the original backwards compatibility version. So it's like, oh, okay. So if you own it previously, you're fine. Like, it's not a huge deal. It's just if you wanted, like, all the ray tracing and, you know, fancy graphics or whatever, um, 60 frames per second. Or I don't, who knows? Might, might even run at 60 frames. Who knows what it'll run at? Um, but, uh, okay, yeah. And, well, the other weird thing that, too, is they have the Ultimate Edition for PS5 where you get both Miles Morales and the remastered version. But I'm surprised they don't have not an Ultimate Edition but, like, an upgraded edition because uh, of uh, on PS4. So you obviously wouldn't get the remastered version of Spider-Man, but uh, I'm surprised they don't have, like, a bundle pack, I guess, where it has Miles Morales and then Spider-Man PS4. Yeah. Um, Because that that seems like a no-brainer, too, because some people might have missed Spider-Man. If they did, they're crazy because it's a fun game. Um, But like, oh, okay, get two birds with one stone there by the combo pack. Uh, Although nowadays, Spider-Man's almost always on sale, too. So just get it on a good sale and you're good to go. Alrighty, guys. Uh, That is all for the news this week. Uh, So let's jump into some... Oh, not new releases. First, we're going to talk about our Patreon. Alrighty, guys. So as we t- mentioned at the top of the episode, you can support us over at patreon.com slash supergamerboys. Starting at just a buck a month, you can start getting some cool, cool perks like episodes early and ad-free. And now... Starting just this month and hopefully going for a long, long time, uh, doing the Super Gamer Book Club. This month we did Bioshock. If you support us right now, you'll get immediate access to that. And then next month we're doing the last Friday of every month. 
you'll have access to future Super Gamer Book Clubs. Next month, we're doing Mass Effect 2. We haven't announced future months yet. Um, or I think we're actually still trying to figure out a, a cool voting system. Um, that way, we can uh, uh, allow allow Patreon supporters there to uh, pick and choose what games we're going to be playing. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it was a lot of fun doing that episode. So if you're interested in that at all, just a buck a month, you can get a hold of that. $5 and up, you get your name in the show notes and uh or in the show description and you get uh is that the one you get show notes at yeah you do get show notes so you get uh, to see what we're going to be talking about uh the news articles the questions um that we get from mailbag and uh what you've been playing whatever it is you have access to leave comments on there you can chime in leave your own thoughts comments concerns whatever and uh, we might even read those on the air if you uh say something interesting um and uh, ten dollars a month, you are a Patreon sponsor. You get a shout out on the show. Uh, JD makes fun of you, makes jokes. You know, people love it. Yes, people love people love the abuse. I don't know what it is, but you know, we are so so thankful for all you sponsors. Though you guys are awesome. Um, and last but not least, we have our Patreon producer tier, fifteen dollars a month, and that allows you to be our boss. Um, on the Bioshock episode. Adrian was like, hey, I want to be on the show. And we had to say yes, because he's our boss. So, um, and because he's awesome and he was wonderful. And again, way, we mentioned this earlier, way smarter than us. So it was fantastic having him. Um, but uh, if you want to have that ability to be like, hey, I'm kind of interested in being on that episode, you know, can I be on that one? Or if you have segments to pitch or whatever it might be, if you want a more, you know, one on one interaction with us and how we do our show, as far as we're at the Patreon producer tier and, uh, You'll have a, a direct line to JJ's cell phone. You actually get JJ's cell phone number. Uh, call him at any, yeah, any time I answer, of day. I answer whenever, always. One o'clock in the morning, I'm that always. guy. I literally, and you know what? I answer the phone, not like, hello. No, I answer the phone, hey, what's happening? I literally answer like that. <laughs> one o'clock in the morning, I swear. I swear I do. It's true. Every time. I've tested it. It works. I called, I did like, what, what is the star six, two, or what's the private number if you're trying to do a private call? So he star didn't know it was me. Not that, I, not that I know. Yep. He didn't know it was me. Uh, didn't show up on his caller ID and he answered that way. So there you go. Support us at $15 a month and you get JJ's cell phone number. <laughs> Alrighty guys. Uh, well, <laughs> you thank en- you so you much. You enjoyed that too much. Oh man. I, that would be fun. That would be fun. But no, uh, this, this is where the fine print goes. You don't actually get JJ's phone number. Um, <laughs> Well, thank you all who already support us for supporting us. Uh, all you who are thinking about it, please do. Uh, we would very much appreciate it. And uh, I think it's time to get into the rest of the show. Alrighty, guys. Uh, so new releases this week. Roller Coaster Tycoon 3 Complete Edition on Switch and PC, Ooh. which, by the way, I th- I think Roller Coaster Tycoon 3, or one of the Roller Coaster Tycoons, is free on the Epic Game Store right now. I think it's three. I think I think it must have like just came out, like a remastered version, because it says Complete Edition. I don't know if the Complete Edition is free, maybe just the base edition, but go over to Epic Game Store, and it is. I got it free the other day. Um, Mafia Definitive Edition is out on PS4, Xbox One, Stadium, PC. And Spelunky 2 is out on PC now. Last week, I think it was, it came out on consoles. Now it's out on PC. And uh, that's it. Now it's time for what you've been playing. So, JJ, 
What have you been playing? So this week I've been playing a little bit of mobile game Among Us. My son has, I don't know where he learns of this kind of stuff. Probably buddies that he's playing with online tell him, oh man, you got to play this mobile game. So he starts playing Among Us and he brought me the game and said, oh dad, you're going to love this game. This game is amazing. Guess what guys? Not amazing. I know you said that you were having fun with it. Uh, Not fun in any way. I feel dumber every time I play it (laughs) and I can't wait to, to not be playing it anymore. Every time it's, there's nothing to the game. It's like Spy versus Spy. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense. And I just, I don't think it's a fun game. I, I didn't play a whole lot, but there was a couple of days of him coming back and, hey, sit here and play with me. And I played and I just, I kept looking at the clock the whole time. So, uh, uh, and then also we played Fall Guys on Saturday. I got to play a good, a good hour of Fall Guys with Lee and I got trolled pretty hard. I, I got, I'm not going to lie. I got really, really mad. I had, I had either a grown man, because it had to be a grown man. It couldn't have been a child, like a you know, kid, that every time I try to jump onto a platform, they would just knock me down. And I would get, I would be like, come on, man, like, just let me go already. I'm just trying to <laughs> go. And they just kept knocking me down. I'm like, they are wasting. I would like try to move away to be able to jump on this platform. And they kept coming over and just knocking me off. And I'm like, this is, and they must be enjoying it so much, knocking me off, not realizing I'm nearly 42 years old, man. You're knocking over a grown man right now. This is not cool. And he's crying legitimately. There are tears streaming down my face. That was probably Yes, why does this kid keep messing with me? <laughs> that, that was me trolling you, JJ. Dude, there was somebody who had no soul that was doing it, you know? No soul. <laughs> I'll take a picture of JJ's face. Oh man, that's perfect. That's money. Perfect. Right? Oh, that's so good. I'm frozen again. Yeah, oh, yeah and you look so good. This is your new profile hey. pic. No. Yeah, every time right, you call me, me, that's a, that's a, that's what's gonna show up. All right, what, what do we got? <laughs> let me can I see that? Oh, you can't really. Too bright. Right. Too bright. Too um, <laughs> that's good stuff. You can just walk, go back to YouTube or supergamemovies.com slash YouTube. And, uh, oh, yeah, there it is. Oh, no. Look at that. I look lit. Yeah, I look stoned out of my mind. So I look like I'm on America's Most Wanted. <laughs> yes. That's it's like the really bad, like, like mug shot going on here. That's a mug shot. Uh, That's album art. It's horrible. Album art. <laughs> uh, don't use that for the, for the call photo. No. Uh, oh, he's gone. Oh, it's my buddy, JJ. <laughs> <laughs> he's always done. He's on my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, cool! So you played some Among Us. You played some Fall Guys. Two, two, yes, sir. fairly fun games. So, um, yeah. so Among Us is yeah, one well, of those things. Among Us is one of those games, though. It's to me, it's similar to uh, Fall Guys. It's fun with a bunch of people and a lot of people you know. So, like, you can have up to ten players. Uh, and so to have 10 people all together and everyone's in discord. So the idea is while you're playing, you're not supposed to be able to talk. So we, we all mute our mics. And then as soon as it's done, like, Oh, someone found a dead body. Everyone fires up their mics. Cause the chat sucks. Like trying to like argue and chat is horrible because there's no voice chat in the game, but to like jump on mics and then like you're yelling at each other and arguing trying to figure out like, who was it? Uh, I found the dead body in this room and I saw this guy run from that room. So I think it was him. And like, you only have so many seconds, like. I don't know. It's a blast, especially as a bunch of people, you know, you enjoy playing with. So I highly recommend it. Um, but again, if it's just like a couple people playing and you don't know and you can't verbally talk to them, it's not a fun game. Like, no, that, that sounds horrible. That sounds like just really crappy. But 
yeah, doing it with, with your boys over voice chat and having a big group of people gets pretty chaotic and a lot of fun. But. I didn't have any, but I, but I understand. I, I see how it could be <laughs> in the right, yeah, in the right mood, I guess. But yeah. playing it on mobile sucks. Playing it on yeah. a phone, I don't know, but, but phone that sounds games horrible suck too. for the most part. It really, it really is. Uh, Zach, what have you been playing? So I've been mostly playing Sam's Returns. Well, apart from Mass Effect 2, I've been making major headway on Mass Effect 2 about a third of the way through. Uh, Dang, son. Um, I haven't had a chance to actually really kind of formulate my notes on it yet. But um, I love that game. So I've been playing a lot of Mass Effect 2. But other than that, I picked up uh, Samus, Metroid Samus Returns for the 3DS. And okay. that is... One of the funnest entries in the series, for sure. Hmm. Um, it's that it's it's vibing, man. It's just that that perfect Super Metroid feel, brought brought like updated, and takes So they took a lot of the original Metroid two, and then kind of stuck to. I don't want to say the story, I mean, or the formula, really, because they kind of they embellish so much and make so much more of it mm. better than the original. Okay. It's almost like Metroid Two is just like an outline, and then the 3DS just like filled in all the blanks. Okay. So they gave it more context on why you're there. They gave uh, you know, lots of history and felt a lot more texture with like the planet itself. Um. And of course, the Metroids are freaking terrifying when they evolve. Oh my gosh! Like it's Dang. it's freaky, 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 freaky. Like the yeah. spider so, ones. Yeah. So earlier you mentioned even the comparison of like a, almost like the Final Fantasy VII remake. Oh yeah. Of this game, so that's kind of how you'd explain it, like a lot more fleshed out, a lot like slowed. Now, as far as the length of the game, like is it similar to that too, where it's a longer game because it's so fleshed out, or not so much? I don't know yet. I kind of wonder if it's gonna pull like a Metroid Zero mission on me, where it's like. Like I haven't. So if anybody knows, don't spoil it for me. I don't want to know. Because if you, I don't know if you, I don't know if you ever had a Game Boy Advance, but I remember playing Metroid Zero Mission, which is a remake of the first Metroid. Right. And they kind of did this kind of the same thing where they just like took the first Metroid and just like redid it like top to bottom, and they mm-hmm. added on like a lot more to the end of it. So in, like the original Metroid, like for NES, you beat Mother Brain, you go all the way up the shaft, and that's the end of the game. Metroid Zero Mission, you beat Mother Spoilers. Brain. Yeah, well, it's been a while. It's been like 30 years, 40 years. So, in Zero Mission, you go all the way up the shaft, but then you're getting ready to make your escape, and you get shot down. you got to play for like another half of the game without your suit. Whoa, so you okay. play as just like regular Samus. Play as Zero Suit Samus is what they call her. So she just has like a little pistol, like a little stun gun. Yeah. And so that's what happened there. So I'm kind of wondering if they're going to do the same thing in Metroid two Samus returns for the 3ds where you beat all these metroids because you beat you beat them pretty quick like i'm already i think i have like 10 more metroids to kill now and i've been only playing for like three hours maybe oh wow okay um so i'm kind of hoping that they have a little bit more to it because otherwise i'll be really kind of bummed that it's so short because i really do i love the gameplay so much that i want to keep playing it hmm. like they have like this really cool like um counter feature so, like, if an enemy's coming at you, you can, like, block them and stun them real quick and then shoot them. So, it makes, it's kind of like a, like a, almost like a rhythm to it. Uh, okay, yeah. It's really yeah. fun. Um, 
all the items you find are pretty classic Metroid items, Spider Ball, Spring Ball. So they stuck pretty true to the original uh, Metroid with that, Metroid 2 with that stuff. Uh, your wave gun, ice gun. I'm still missing one of the guns. Um, missiles. So there's still a lot more for me to go exploring, even though I have 10 more Metroids up to kill. So I'm kind of, I'm pretty sure it's going to throw a curveball at me and I'm going to have more to do after I beat it. But nice. I play a lot of that. It's really fun. Go check it out. Cool. If uh, you can get your hands on it, you know, 3DS. And Bright Memory. I don't know if you guys remember that. It was one of the Bright Memory Infinite was the was a game they showed off at the for the Xbox event. The first one. That sounds familiar. It looked really cool. It was like a Oh, yeah. Yeah, that. So, it was on sale on Steam for like 7.99. Just regular. I didn't realize I was I didn't realize that was a sequel. Yeah. Yeah, it's a sequel. It's a more of a. It's not. So if I, if I'm, if memory serves correct, Bright Memory was an early access game. Okay. Bright Memory yep. Infinite Steam. is the finished so, version. Okay. Yeah. Steam's early access program for Microsoft Windows on in 2019. Yeah. Interesting. So I've huh. been playing through Bright Memory, and it's awesome. Like I am okay. pumped for Infinite. It's gonna be. It's a really fun shooter. That was the game, like, I was very confused with what was going on. It, like, it looked beautiful. Like, on the Series X, I was like, holy crap, this is insane. But, like, it starts out, like, you have a gun, and then there's people with swords and axes, and then you're, like, jumping through, like, the area with, like, superpowers, and then you, like, come to this garden that looks very, like, um, Japanese, uh, like, architecture and stuff like that, and then all of a sudden you, this, like, 80s-looking, like, <laughs> uh, uh like a DeLorean looking car pulls up and you jump in and then you peel out. And I was like, there was a lot of aesthetics going on. And like that two minute demo, like, I don't know, I don't know what's happening. It seems very confused, but it looks super less like cool. Like, like it yeah. feels like a game where like, it may not make sense, but it's cool. <laughs> so yeah, is that kind of how it feels? Feel. Yeah. Okay. All so right. I guess the, pretty much the story in it, I guess, is you're part of some sort of like research organization and you find out there's some, company trying to resurrect the dead hmm. and so you're fighting all these you're jumping through like these weird like portals and things trying to solve these mysteries and you're like no like none of the world looks is comprehensible like you're just kind of doing some cool stuff but the mechanics are it's kind of devil may cry in the way that you every fight you go into it has like a score of like style points so you kind of get style points by like throwing people up in the air and then like shooting them while they're in the air and all this stuff. So fun okay. game. It's cool. Yeah, it's cool. So it's actually it's being developed by FYQD yep. Personal Studio. It's one. It's a Chinese independent developer. So it's one dude in China has made the entire game on his own. Well, he's really good. That's insane. <laughs> That's so crazy. Um, super cool. Okay, I'll have to check out some some trailers or some of that then because I. Yeah, again, like watching that infinite uh, trailer, I was just like, I don't know what's going on. But knowing that there is like a everything I'm seeing on Google here, they almost refer to Bright Memory as quote unquote episode one. Yeah, it was supposed to be episodic, but they changed their mind. Okay, very cool. Very cool. Um, Anything else? You talk about Gloomhaven at the beginning of the show, huh? Yeah cool board game but it's amazing yeah. it's so it's so freaking hard though just like trying to figure out the mechanics but it's gonna be one of those games that once you have the mechanics down it's gonna be super fun hmm. yeah that's awesome yeah. and yeah, paper I, mario 
I'm playing through Paper Mario. Ah, Paper I got Mario. one streamer left. Okay, getting close to wrapping it up. Yep. How many hours do you think you have into it? Good question. Somewhere between 10 and 20. Cool. Maybe 15 and 20. <laughs> okay. That's I pretty good. That's a pretty it. good chunk for a Mario game. It makes it easy when you have kids that want to watch you play. Like, literally, like it's almost like reading them a bedtime story playing in that game. Hmm. So, like, they just want to stay up and watch you play it. It's like, okay. That's awesome. Yeah, my son loves to watch me play it too. But the problem is he's at a stage and an age where too much TV and video games just, he gets so much attitude afterwards. He's such a bear to deal with. So it's like, okay, no TV or video games. Like we're, we're limiting it a lot right now. Yeah. <laughs> he, uh, he gets very difficult to deal with. I'm like, I don't want to deal with that. I'd rather just not play video games and not deal with a cranky kid the rest of the night. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But, um, so I played just one game this last week. Um, it was Bioshock on, Infinite. uh, was not Bioshock infinite. Um, oops uh no it was over on my buddy's uh a buddy's stream boba fletch shout out to boba fletch uh they were playing pummel party have you guys heard of pummel party heard of it i haven't played it okay it's a game that came out in 2018 which i never heard of it until just recently and it seems like it's gotten like really popular recently for whatever reason uh it is essentially mario party but let's see rated actually i don't even know what it's rated it doesn't say on steam here i can't find it um i would say probably rated t or m just because of like it's a very violent game <laughs> um but it's totally mario party it's a four to eight player online or lo local on uh, multiplayer party game pummel friends or ai using a wide array of absurd items in the board mode and complete uh, compete to destroy friendships in the unique collection of mini games so there's like I don't even know how many mini games there are. It seems like there's hundreds of them. Like the whole time we played, I don't think we played one repeat. Um, and uh, and it's a board game. So there's like a bunch of different maps, boards, where you're moving around just like Mario Party. And essentially, instead of uh, going for stars, you're trying to collect. There's a treasure chest with like a chalice or like a cup in it. Um, but in order to unlock the chest, you need to have so many keys. So it's exactly like the coin and star system in Mario Party. It's yeah. literally that, but, you know, bloody, gory, crazy, like weapons and stuff like that. Um, and, but really fun mini games, like really, really good mini games. That's cool. Um, it's on sale right now on Steam for $9.89. So it's 34% off. Normally it's 15 bucks on sale for under, just under 10 bucks. And it's a blast to play. So like we had, I think we had about eight of us playing on their stream and, it was like so much stinking fun. I was exhausted. I was really tired. So like in the moment I was like, uh, I don't know why I'm up this late. Like I should be going to bed. Like this sucks. But afterwards I'm like, I need to play more pummel party. Like I'm really excited to like jump on with them again and play, play with a group. Cause yeah, it was a lot of fun. And it's just, it's just really funny and hilarious and goofy and silly. And yeah, like just a mature Mario party. I'm like, okay, I'm down. That's fun. So yeah, definitely, uh, check that one out if you guys are interested because it's it, well you kind of have me intrigued until you said mature i mean everything else sounded great i love <laughs> the violent aspect of it but then you said mature and i don't know why that just kind of yeah it didn't sound like my kind of jam it's not definitely it's anything but mature in the sense that you're thinking i guess for sure it is not a mature it's it's even one of the tags on on steam the number two tag on steam is funny 
It's a funny game. It's very silly and goofy and stupid. Uh, but it was mature in the sense okay, of, yes, I'm there, is, there is blood and gore. I'm there is blood in. and gore. <laughs> okay, I'm back uh, Everybody wears so, suits and ties. They yeah, board <laughs> very, very uh, interesting game of just like a boardroom simulator, you know, yeah. fun stuff. Alrighty, guys. Well, thank you so much for joining us uh, for another week of Super Gamer Boys. Uh, we appreciate each and every one of you guys listening through to all of our shenanigans here. Um, shout out to all you guys who support us over at Patreon. If you want to support us over there, it's patreon.com slash supergamerboys, and you can get episodes early and ad-free. Remember, Super Gamer Book Club, available now. You can get uh, September's episode, and we are getting ready for November, so uh, look forward to that. Uh, you can go over to supergamerboys.com slash store. Support us over there. Get some sweet merch. Uh, JJ is wearing his shirt. You can't see it right now because he looks like a maniac in the webcam and it's frozen again. Um, but uh, over there, yeah, get mugs, shirts, stickers, whatever floats your boat. Support us over there. Um, and, uh, you know, more not so much financially, but that's more of a get the word out there. Let people know. You can rate review us on your favorite podcast apps. Please, please subscribe on YouTube and hit the thumbs up button. Uh, and then during the week, you can find us at supergamerboys.com, Twitter and Instagram at supergamerboys, facebook.com slash supergamerboys. I'm over on Twitter at G Morlang. JJ is over on Twitter at, at JJ Purdom. And Zetch is over on the Twitters at, at, Z- at Nerd Dad Zetch. But everybody should know I deleted my Twitter. Oh, okay. That's and new because you were just there like of, yesterday. I wasn't there yesterday, was I? I don't know. I I exaggerated. Maybe it was like a couple days ago. I feel like just recently you were. Yeah, you I had deleted Twitter account. it like this last week, like on Wednesday or something. Okay. Oh, dang. Okay. So I've, I've found a lot more joy in my life. I've actually found the last week I haven't been on there much at all, actually. Like it kind of like life just got busy yeah. and uh, I haven't touched it. And it is nice. It is nice still to connect with people, but I'm like, oh, not having to worry about checking that and keeping up with all the crap going on in the world. It's kind of relaxing yeah. as well. <laughs> I deleted my Twitter and my Instagram. Um, although I didn't bring my Instagram back. But I also deleted my Facebook. You deleted your Instagram just like last night. Didn't you do a story about Gloomhaven? Or That's maybe what I'm saying. Was... I brought it back. Oh, okay. I okay. deleted it for like a couple days and then brought it back. <laughs> and then uh, deleted my TikTok for a couple days. And then brought that back. I mean, you could just leave TikTok deleted. It's a trash yeah, TikTok app. is the best. TikTok, if there is any one mm. social media app that you were like, that you can only have one app on your phone, which one is it? It'd be TikTok. It'd be TikTok all day. That's, that's surprising. I agree. It would be TikTok for me as well. I love See, Garrett, it. It's See, so good. Garrett, you... I don't know. This is what your problem is. You need to go on there. <laughs> you find some... going to tell him this forever. Oh, Zetch, go. I've got a list. You first. Yeah, the, the thing about TikTok is that you're going to jump on there. And the first thing you're gonna see is a bunch of stupid teenage girls dancing around to stupid stuff, right? Yeah, that's all. That's all it is, and that's that's what drives me nuts. Is like because I don't yep. know who to follow, so right. all my for you page yep. is just full of just like dancing girls. It's like get on there, follow me, follow. JJ. I do follow you. I follow you. Follow I, things you like. Follow Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart's got some okay. good stuff. Follow uh, Jim Gaffigan. Follow comedians. Okay. Follow. Um, I'll send you some stuff. If you get on there and send and you follow me, I'll send you good funny TikToks to okay. watch. I do follow you. Follow I followed you. Uh, you were like the first one I followed because you because you told me to get on TikTok. Oh, but uh, yeah. Well, so I'm sorry, send yeah, you stuff, bro. Send send me some stuff because at this point I don't really follow much of anything. There's like a, just a couple of random funny people I've seen, but like 99 percent of it is just like 
uh, girls just doing these different dances. Yeah, I'm like, this is dumb. Like, you need to follow... and, because, and, and because I'm not following anyone new or liking anything, they don't know what to recommend to me. So they just recommend me the base stuff. And it's just like the base stuff sucks. Okay, like, this is so dumb. So find some stuff. we don't have to do it right now. Let's finish out the show here. So thank you so much to Star Andrews for our logo. Check her out on Instagram at ground floor graphics, facebook.com slash ground floor graphics. And uh, that's all I have for the show. The end. Okay, I, I got I got nothing. I got nothing. So that was it for the show this week. Thanks so much. I'm sorry that I was frozen so much. But again, don't click the link. <laughs> Never click the link. All right. That guy over there, the little hobbit-looking one, that one is Zetch Keenan. No longer can you find him on Twitter, but you can still find him on some Instagram and, of course, on TikTok. TikTok. No uh, dead Doing those TikTok the dances. The, sh- the, the captain of the ship. Eric Morlang, who needs to get a Twitter, and I want to see him doing all of those popular chick dances. We'll do a super I'm JJ gamer boy. And we are the super gamer boys. We'll catch you on the flippity flop. Mazel tov. <laughs> <laughs>